1: We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett.
0: We welcome you back to our Winning Side broadcast. It is Friday, October 15th, and we have had a great week. I hope you have as well. And we're looking forward to a great weekend here at Victory Baptist Church. We've got a great a day plan tomorrow for our harvest party. And then I'm looking forward to services on Sunday. And then next Monday and Tuesday, our fall revival with Dr. Kenny Baldwin. Uh, he is a preaching machine. It's going to be a blessing. And uh, Monday, tune in Monday, we're going to play a clip Uh, of Brother Kenny Baldwin, and uh, you'll enjoy getting to hear him preach, and uh, he is a blessing. Uh, Thank you for joining us today, 95.9 FM. Uh, Those of you on Facebook, we welcome you today. And then, of course, we've got our podcast listeners, and those on the radio app, and those on YouTube. We don't have very many on YouTube, but if you ever uh, have that uh, option and that works for you, you can watch it on YouTube, but uh, we do welcome you. And I don't wanna leave you out. I feel like if you're watching on YouTube and if I don't mention that, you're probably gonna feel Like you're the outcast and you're neglected, and you're not. We appreciate you, and we're glad you're uh, tuning in today. Happy birthday today uh, to Miss Kelly Bybee, and uh, we did something special for her over at the school, and uh, we appreciate her and Brother Dan. Of course, they run that school, Victory Christian Academy and today is her birthday. Also, happy birthday today to Gina Casper, and I hope you have a great day, and then Hunter Finera, we want to wish you a happy birthday today, and then anniversary, uh, two anniversaries today, Jimmy and Chelsea Clements, happy anniversary, and Norman and Dinah Taylor, happy anniversary to you, and then tomorrow, Saturday, Laura Duncan, Deborah Jordan and Cindy Odom. All three of you ladies hope you have a great birthday and we'll just say that the harvest party is uh, really it's just a big birthday party for you so I hope you have a great day. Uh, Let's be in prayer today for our church. Let's pray for our school. Pray for all of our teachers and our staff. Uh, Be in prayer for our missionaries. Let's pray for our country and let's pray for revival. Here's a great song. I think you'll enjoy this song and I'm thankful that God uh, protects us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. And we are, we are safe under His wings. Praise God for His protection. And uh, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Praise God uh, for the fact that He takes care of us every single day.
1: My way was filled with danger. The enemy had singled me out to do me wrong. And when he drew near, my heart filled with fear. Then I heard someone dear calling me to his side. that I'm under my Lord's wings. Would this be my end? Then I heard. Storm still rages, but in the rock of ages I'm resting warmly here under my
0: I hope you enjoyed that song, and uh, I hope it was a blessing to you. Let's get right into our Bible study, Proverbs 22. We have uh, seen in Proverbs 22, uh, we have uh, seen the uh, number one, a good name, that's our reputation. We saw number two, our reverence, verse four, that we ought to have a fear and a reverence for God. And I hope that uh, that is something that we work at, we strive for, and we keep in mind every day. And then we saw yesterday our responsibility, our responsibility to train up a child in the way he should go. And that responsibility rests uh, on the parents. And I hope that we'll take that responsibility seriously. I hope we'll do the very best we can to teach and to train our children in the way of the Lord. Let's look number four today at this idea of reaping. It says in verse number eight, he that soweth or he that planteth iniquity shall reap vanity. Well, what is vanity? Vanity is something that is empty. It's useless. It's, it's pointless. And when you sow and you plant wickedness, you're not going to reap anything of value. You're going to reap a, a life of regret, a life of, of wasted opportunities and uh, God's given us some things that we should be reaping. We should be reaping, uh, sowing righteousness so that we can reap eternal rewards. But it says, he that soweth iniquity shall reap vanity. You always reap what you sow. Uh, sometimes you may think you're not reaping uh, what, you're, what you've sown, but you will, you can count on it. It's the law of sowing and reaping. You always reap what you sow. Uh, you always reap more than you sow. The Bible says, uh, he that soweth sparingly uh, will reap also sparingly, Uh, but he that soweth bountifully shall reap bountifully. You always reap more than you sow, and then you always reap after you sow. Uh, Sometimes you don't see it right away. Sometimes you think, oh, you know, nothing good is coming of this. I've I've prayed, I've served God, I've been faithful, I've done what's right, and, and nothing good came of it. Well, I want to tell you, don't give up because you will reap. It comes after But you will reap uh, what you have sown. Galatians 6 7, the Bible says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Uh, You can count on it. Don't be deceived, don't be fooled. Uh, You will reap what you have sown. And I hope that's an encouragement to us today, that just keep on sowing, just keep on planting, just keep on serving, just keep on doing what is right, because in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Let's look at one more word today. The word I see in verse number 10 is uh, to cast out, we'll use the word removing. It says in verse 10, cast out the scorner and contention shall go out. Yea, strife and reproach shall cease. There are some things that we need to remove from our lives. The word cast out, it means to send forth or to reject or to turn out. Notice in verse number 10, this is a, a four for one deal. Boy, if you ever see that uh, at the store, you got you to snatch that up. Four for one. Here's the deal. When you remove a scorner, you don't just remove the scorner. You also remove contention You remove strife, and you remove a reproach or shame. That is quite the deal. But you've got to first remove or cast out the scorner. What is a scorner? A scorner is one who mocks the things of God. A a scorner is one who ridicules. A scorner is one who makes fun of what is right and makes fun of that which is holy and that which is godly. And I want to tell you, you've got to remove that person from your life. I'm not talking about being rude. I'm not talking about getting in a shouting match and trying to debate that person. I'd say you've got to remove that person from your life. You cannot have a scorner in your life because it will affect you. The book of Proverbs talks so much about a wise person. It talks about a simple person. It talks about a foolish person. And it talks about a scorner or a scornful person. You've got to cast out the scorner. I don't know about you, but I hate contention. I hate having strife. I hate reproach. Well, you know what causes that? A scorner. And if you'll remove the scorner, you'll remove the others as well. I remember back in Geneseo, my dad pastored there for almost 20 years. And I remember in one week, this was early on when my dad became the pastor. And I remember one week we had a lot of folks that left the church and it was such a sad thing. They're they people, good people, uh, sweet people, but they, they left. And, and the reason they left, I remember my dad told me about it. I was Uh, I guess I was 18 at the time, 17 or 18 at the time. And I was helping my dad. I was still in high school. Maybe I was in college. I think I was right about uh, my senior year of high school. But I remember my dad saying, he said, you know, it was so sad. Uh, The church was, was growing. It was alive. It was exciting. The church went from about 30 or 40 people to about 100 in less than a year. And my dad would have told you, but it was only the Lord. It was just God was blessing. But during that time, there were some people that they decided that they wanted the church to go a different direction, and they didn't agree with my dad. And really, it was kind of the same kind of things that you hear about today. Uh, they wanted to uh, to use a different version of the Bible. Uh, they wanted to have music that was contemporary and music that was was not what uh, what we believed God wanted, and uh, they wanted to, to go a more of what I would consider a worldly route. That was just, that's the truth of it. But, you know, I remember that week when those folks left and uh, there were several families that left. And, well, I felt so bad for my dad. And I remember talking to him and uh, you could tell a difference that next Sunday in the auditorium. It was like, oh, man, you know, it was, just, it was sad. And I remember talking to my dad and uh, after that Sunday, I remember him saying, you know, Jeremy, I don't want to lose people. He said, I, I, that's not the goal. We, we want to keep people and we want to help people and we want to minister to people. But my dad said this. He said, there was such a liberty. There was such a liberty in preaching in that service. That I felt like there was such a great spirit of unity in the church. Really, my dad felt like a burden had been lifted. And again, those were not, they were not bad people. Uh, they were not awful people. They were, they were nice people. They were, they were sweet people. If I saw them today, I'd, I'd, I'd shake their hand, probably give them a hug. Say, it's good to see. You. I haven't seen some of those people in years. But, you know, I think sometimes in our churches, I think we put too much stock in numbers uh, and it's not all about numbers. You know what it's about? It's about pleasing God. And it, 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 it comes down to, we got to figure out what God wants in a church. And what, what does God want? And what pleases God? You know, numbers are important to God. But God never says that low numbers is something that he hates. That's not on the list of things that God hates, that's for sure. I know there's a whole book about numbers. But you know, I would rather have the approval of God than to have a big number. Uh, numbers, numbers are great. Numbers are that every individual is important. Don't get me wrong, but I want to please God. I think about Gideon. You know, Gideon had a big number. Gideon had 10,000 that signed up, said, we're going to fight the Midianites. Well, God said, Gideon, you've got too many. And God had to make sure that that number got dwindled down until there were only 300. I can't imagine how depressed Gideon must have been. But you know what? God used Gideon, and God used those 300 to defeat an entire army of Midianites. You know why? Because it's not about the numbers. It's about the power of God, and it's about pleasing God. Sometimes the greatest blessing in your life is not adding friends, but sometimes the greatest blessing in your life is removing friends. I tell you, for our young people, they're going to have to learn how to cast out the scorner. For our adults, you're going to have to learn that sometimes you have to cast out the scorner. The scorner is one who mocks God, one who mocks the things of God, one who uh, is against what God is trying to do in your life. I could read a whole list of verses, but I'd encourage you to look at them later. Proverbs 1.22, it says, how long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? And how long will the scorner delight in their scorning? Proverbs 3.34, surely uh, uh, there's the scorner uh, that, that you got to cast out, but then it says God uh, will cast out the scorner, God will resist the scorner, but God gives grace to the lowly. Proverbs 9, 7, Proverbs 9, 8, Proverbs 13, 1, a scorner heareth not rebuke. Sometimes you try to talk to a scorner and they won't listen. They, they don't even want to hear what you have to say. Um, Proverbs 15, 12, Proverbs 19, 25, Proverbs 19, 29, Proverbs 21, 11, and Proverbs 24, 9, the Bible talks about Uh, the scorner. Let's remove the scorner from our lives and let's get our eyes back on Jesus and let's get our eyes back on pleasing God. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great day and a great weekend and we'll look forward to being back Monday and we'll talk more about our fall revival on Monday. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side.
1: Thank you for joining us today on the winning side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett